0: the church. You can't blame your pastor and and I'm going to tell you praise the Lord I don't care what you say to me and what you do to me you you can't say enough or hurt me enough praise God to keep me from living for God Brother Chuck if people don't want to live for God it's their choice don't blame it on somebody else It's because of what we went through in our past. We all have a past. Yes, some might more, more be more intensified. Amen. And we're dealing with heaven and hell. We're dealing, praise God, even making the right choices to either want to live for God. Love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Or always have a spirit of offense where somebody has hurt you, somebody's done you wrong, and you carry that. My past marriage, my past childhood, where I've been molested, I've been raped, I've been misused, I've been lied upon. We have all have a pass. I could give the microphone to everyone in you in here and I promise you for the day's over we, we could spend, praise God, eight hours of talking about somebody done me wrong. And we carry that. We harbor it in our heart and our spirit. We don't never want to forget it. We say we bury it, but we really don't bury it. You've heard an old saying, we, we keep the hack, axe handle sticking out of the ground. Amen? We use it for leverage. We use it, praise God, hallelujah, amen, to get our way. It's a spirit of offense. Somebody offended me. Somebody hurt me. And then we come to church, praise God. And that's where we, and understand, praise God, I can say this because if if I could keep all the people that has come, and you've even seen it, amen, through this church and through my ministry, from East Broadway, amen, to uh, seminary, praise God, and here on Main Street, we would have the biggest church in Madisonville. but it's a spirit of offense. It's that spirit, praise God, that you harbor, that you have a wounded spirit. Amen. Never forget the first time that I when I was working in the mines, I crushed my finger. It's that now there, you can see I can't bend it all the way, it's, and it's almost double size. It's numb. I, I, I pinned it up in the roof. Well, it was second ship, it was already about our, 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 our second ship um, got over at 2 o'clock and I got hurt about one thir- uh, about 1.15 or something and so they rushed me out and took me to the emergency room and I rode to work with my dad my dad actually just went on home I told him my wife would come pick, pick me up but I never forget sitting in that room with my wife and Dr. Donnelly come in how many remember Dr. Donnelly rough he was an old military doctor. He didn't like sissies. He called me one. But he was big enough to take care of himself. He's a big old guy, about 6'5". He walked in, and after the nurse cleaned up a little bit, and he looked at it, and he says, this thing needs to be cleaned up a little more. And a little bitty brush, and that little iodine, and that whatever that stuff, they poured all over it. Ooh. and grit out of it. I mean, it just skin pulled back, and you could see the bone. I mean, he just—I <laughs> was jerking. He said, "What's wrong with you, you, sissy?" But he was a doctor. He knew what he was doing. And when a pastor tries to get in our life and be able to uncover some things that hallelujah can cause, amen, praise God, division or or jealousy or hatred or envy, praise God, amen, things in our life. Amen. Hello. I'm telling you, People in the church nowadays, praise God, you've heard me say it many times. I wish that people would allow the pastor to really tell them what he really felt. Without them getting offended or packing their bags or leaving and going to another church. And we got to understand how important it is because God put it in the scripture, amen, when he said it here in Matthew 24, chapter 24, and he talks about all these things that's going to take place in the end time. Amen. We're seeing all of them. But there's one here, praise God, I think we don't look at in twenty-four ten. Then shall many be Offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. We can even look, praise God, in the in the parable, praise God, of the sower. The Bible said, praise God, Amen. That the the sower went forth to sow, and some fell, Amen, on stony places, some fell on the wayside. It compared all of them. It said that some, praise God, was offended because of the word when it's preached. I remember, praise God, being Paul, uh, when Paul Fuller was pastor and even uh, um, Glenn Darnell. That They would get hard behind a pulpit. I remember even when Willard Walls would preach hard when he first started. He just let his family take him. Amen. When a preacher would look right in your, in your eyeball and tell you what sin was and what sin's doing and what sin can cause and do to your life. We don't want, praise God, preachers to pinpoint, amen, and single us out, to, amen, to put us in the spotlight, amen, to say that I have got fault or sin in my life. But see, it's an end time spirit. It's a spirit, praise God, that's been loosed from hell, amen, to try to get people, amen, to be on the... the, uh, uh, the Uh, That offense, or the defense, excuse me, it's a defense. Always about me. Then they want to turn around, praise God, and start talking about, well, you just don't know my past. Really, what I want to tell them is say, yeah, you're still living in it. Immediately when you say that, you're still living in it. For all things are, behold, all things are become new. Pastor, I've learned, praise God, in 18 years and all the ministry that I've done and I've served other ministers that I've seen churches, I've, I've experienced, praise God, people, amen, and the spirit of offense is real. A person called me this week, praise God, and told me, he said, uh, can I say this? I'm not a preacher, but I just feel like I need to say this. I said, Yeah. Maybe you just need to quit preaching so much to the person. Maybe you just need to back off and, 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 and just, you know, just pray for them. See, preaching is designed to condemn you. I mean, let's go to the book, praise God, of Matthew, where first thing you had an old, old preacher that come, hey, amen, from the wilderness, uh, hey, amen, eating locusts and wild honey. He look like a rough man, praise God, hey, amen. He didn't have his suit and tie amen, uh, hey, but he was in the Jordan River baptizing people, and here comes the Pharisees, uh, the religious bunch. Oh, you religious people, come down, watch us. No, you vipers, you snakes who have warned you to flee from the wrath of God. Bring therefore meat into repentance. And say not that we have children unto Abraham. For God is able to raise is up more than amen, the children of Abraham. He said, for I baptize you with the water of repentance, but he that come up after me Amen. Come on, we need some more John the Baptistism in this hour. Amen. Can look at this religious generation. Hallelujah. Amen. It claims that they're saved and they're really not saved. If we was to take a survey this morning, and I would ask everybody truly, just for a minute, just to look over your life and see what you've done. And, and, and you know, not just because you're sitting on a pew this morning but you know what you've done this week you know if you lied this week you know if you cheated this week you know praise God if you sinned this week you know if you prayed this week you know if you got angry you lost your court, you know and if God was to split the eastern skies right now would you be ready to go amen but then we come to church we want a pat on the back we want positions come on and we never want to deal with the issue amen that we struggle with all of our life exposed hello Matthew 26 and 30 said, And when they had sung an hymn, and they went unto the Mount of Olives, Jesus said unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd. The sheep shall be slaughtered. The flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you in Galilee. Now notice what Peter one of his disciples. Notice something in scripture. Jesus had how many disciples? Twelve. Five of them was apostles. He only classified five of them being apostles. Amen. He, well, even classified one and said, I, I've chosen you twelve and one of you. But Peter answered on him. Though all men shall be offended of you, of thee, yet I will never be offended. You know how many times I've been told that, my pastor. People walk right up here, hug my neck, you preach to me, you tell me, I don't care what it does, I don't care how mad I get, you tell me. And then when you then you tell them. You really want to tell them when they say that, you're lying. But Peter was really bold, amen, with the Lord, and he said, No, not me. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee this night, before the cock crows, thou shalt deny me three times. Three times. Peter still, praise God, said, though I I should die with thee, yet I will never deny thee. But he was offended. The disciples that walked with God, amen, praise God, they just seen miracles and miracles, praise God. And Jesus turned around, praise God, and said, amen, looked at them and said, hey, if you can't drink my blood and you can't eat of my flesh, you have no part with me. And the Bible said, praise God, the Lord heard a murmur and praise God among their self, reason among themselves." He said, does this not offend you? Right. Amen. They said, this is a hard saying. See, so I'm in the Bible, hard saying. A hard saying. I'd rather a preacher praise God, get in my life, Hallelujah, and tell me what I need to improve. And fix. Uh, hallelujah, then stand before God, Hallelujah, Amen. Then be amen, be completely transparent, Hallelujah, Amen. Exposed and open to God, and you can't hide nothing from God that day. And God looks at me and says, Depart. Why I waste our time to get ready in church? Why I waste our time to come and sit on the pew? Why wow, waste our time? Praise God to get up here, amen, and just uh, brag and boast, uh, hallelujah, amen, to be a part of Christian, uh, hallelujah, when we know, hallelujah, in our spirit, uh, amen, there's still something there, amen, that's gonna hinder our relationship with God. Go ahead. Proverbs 18 and 14 says this. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmities. But a wounded spirit. Who can bear it? I know that most of us, praise God, in here, amen, has at one time been cut, been injured. If you don't take care of that injured and that cut properly, you 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 you've got to get it clean. You got to keep it. Praise God, protect it, Amen. Come on, if you don't take care of it, praise God, it can get infection in it, and infection can spread. Not only just where it could have been a little cut, but it ended up being the whole body. Amen. Come on, how 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 powerful is that? That, that that spirit of of, of offense where you've been offended so much praise God hey, amen where you' been hurt or you think you've been let down or you didn't uh, wasn't uh, uh, you didn't get what you wanted let me say this oh, let me say that for all you parents too hey, Amen. Uh, if you protect your kids and you don't let your kids realize that they're going to fall and face some things in life when they get big they're really going to fall You isolate them from kids, you isolate them from people. They don't know how to deal with people, they don't know how to deal, praise God, or handle things. Then when they want to get around things, praise God, but boom, things happen. Hello. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna be honest with you, and you know, I don't care if I flip if you like it or not, hey, amen. When you're hurt, the most important thing there is, praise God, you need the body of Christ. You need your brothers and sisters, you need church. You need the word of God. Come on. You need Dr. Donnelly, praise God. Hallelujah, amen, to take and pour a little bit of eye down on it. Hallelujah, amen, and fix and say, no, you can't let bitterness in your heart. You can't let that hatred, uh, unforgiveness, uh, hallelujah, because it'll grow. Uh, It's like cancer. A wounded spirit, who who can bear it? Who can handle it? Come on. I'm different from a lot of preachers. I, I, I know I can't help it because they're wrong. But when you get saved, this is so powerful, pastor. This is so, salvation is so powerful. Transforming power. It liberates you from bondage. You can't be set free and bound in the same time. You cannot be healed and sick at the same time. I'm talking spiritually. Amen. Come on. That's the reason, praise God, pastors, hallelujah, especially, praise the Lord, we're, we're trying our best to build a church. We're trying our best, amen, to, to want you to guard yourself and understand, amen, the pinch is going to come. Somebody's going to hurt you. Somebody's going to let you down. Amen, you're going to have some uh, upsets, son. Amen, some setbacks in life. Just like my, my cousin I told you about. But you know why? Because he was always on offended. Offense. He he, he was raised when his daddy, I watched his daddy, watched his daddy, sat all night with him one night and watched his daddy come out. I was still in the car. Come out of his house, my Uncle Carlos, grab Aunt Martha by the hair of the head, kick her, beat her, Throw her down. Kick her while she's on the ground. Said, get in that house. Tony got out of the car. He grabbed him and done the same thing. Beat him. That's all he's ever been raised. All he ever seen. Busap. That's the reason he hated his daddy. Hated life. He looks and says, why can't I have a mom and daddy that's good? Why can't I have this and have that? Can I tell you something? It don't matter. I'm dealing with people today, amen, and been counseling this week. Uh, hallelujah, amen. If you understand, praise God, amen, root, uh, amen, give up the past. Uh, give up your family. Give up. Look what God has given you. Because the devil will take and use your past to gain your future. He'll steal it. He'll rob it. Amen. I've heard people say, well, Pastor, you just don't understand. Maybe you need to show a little love. I'm going to tell you, real love tells the truth. Real love points the problem out. Do you think it's real love when you go to the doctor and he diagnoses and says, okay, you're eating up with cancer. Or would you like for him just to lie to you, hide it, you go on back to your life. And you start getting sick and having all kinds of issues and problems, and the next thing you know, boom, you're dead. Probably the hardest thing there is for a doctor to say it's to tell his patient that you got six months to live. Is that a fence? Come on. We should never raise our hand, praise God, one time. Because all we're doing, praise God, amen, is using loopholes. And we're lo- using uh, uh, to allow the devil to see that. But there's still a problem when I say, I've been hurting past. my past is different than your past come on I live across the road praise God from the the Hendricks family they was devils before they come to God they called me everything under the book I'm going to say this they even said your daddy wasted the seed when you were born come on they've told everything I fought him, praise God, all the way up, even from high school. Hey, amen, go out the door. and As soon as you walk out the door, hey, amen, there goes that pothead. Lock everything up. He'll steal you blind. That's all I heard. But you know what? I realized, praise God, that I am somebody, amen, in the Lord. And over the years, Every one of that family has had to come back, amen, and apologize to me. Brother J. David Hendricks, he's already passed away now, amen, he was the roughest one. You know why? I'm going to say this. One thing, because backslidden people are meaner than just regular sinners. They hate Pentecostal apostolic people because they used to be one. And they're going to say everything and anything. And usually family, of those family. don't raise your hand because family, praise God, can hurt you worse than anybody. Your companion can hurt you worse than anybody. Now, I've never told my wife this, never told her, but I've told her many times, I hate you in our past when we had scouples and stuff. But she told me one time, ooh, me, and I let her have it. I said, yeah, I've told you I hate you, but I ain't never told, said that uh, I wish I'd never married you. But we all say things, praise God, when you get mad. You know that. Come on. Why? Why do we have the struggles in life? Because I'll tell you why. There's still, still a spirit of offense in our life. And that spirit of offense gives you an entitlement. It thinks that people owes you. You think, praise God, I deserve better. Amen. Then we bring that spirit into church. Hallelujah. We sit on the, uh, the pew when the pastor and the preacher and, our, uh, uh, and the brother and the sister says something to us. and uh, uh, Come on, how many knows praise God even text sometimes? I don't understand why in the world people get offended, praise God, for text. Well, oh, delete me off of that text group. <laughs> I want to get I'm sitting back in bright, big, flashy colors. Sissy, Come on. I just had somebody, praise God, to do that. Sent me and said, Pastor, can you remove me off of all of the text groups? I sent back and said, Do you feel like the Lord's told you to do this? And they never did answer until late that evening. They sent back and said, No. I said, I'll do it if you feel like the Lord tells you to do it. No. Come on. You are my brother's keeper. But being my brother's keeper, praise God, you know what? Sometimes, praise God, you can say some things, amen, that you want to help me. Hallelujah. Amen. Not to do because you know what? You've experienced it. You've seen some things. Why do we get so offended, praise God, of our brothers and sisters? When we're supposed to provoke one another. Do you not believe that's in the scripture? To provoke? Amen. Provoke into love. Amen. What is Provoke. All right, I'll read it. Hebrews 10 22. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our heart sprinkled from the evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the professions of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful, had promised. And let us consider one another. To provoke unto love and to good works. Provoke. To call into action. To arouse. To make one exciting. To offend one for the good. To provoke, praise God, is to even by injure, to make one angry or to intensify and engage. My God. People want to isolate themselves. Let me tell you this, isolation is of the devil. I ain't never going back to no church. Praise God, I'm so holy. Praise the Lord. I'll I'll just live it at home. No, you're going to go to hell at home. You got to have a church. You got to have brothers and sisters sometimes. to look, praise God. Hey, amen. If you got a booger hanging out your nose, praise God, and, 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 and it could embarrass everybody, you would hope, praise God, your brother or sister come out and say, Hey, in property, amen, I you got a big booger hanging out there, you know. That's what Brother Brad Giffen used to do all the time when he was at church and he'd be leading the service or his time to preach, he'd come to me and the you know, minister was sitting on the roster. He'd look at me he'd say, Brother Mike, I got any hangers? It's going to be embarrassing to get up here and you know, you preach and one goes, and you breathe it back in. Yeah. I've seen that happen. Come on. See, if we don't allow preachers, praise God, to get in our life and that spirit of offense, that spirit, praise God, amen, that we're offended, we're hurt, we're let down. We can't even let a preacher, praise God, amen, dig around us, poke us, prime us, prove us. Let's read it here, 2 Timothy 4 1. I charge you therefore before God and before the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his fair in the kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season and here you go. Reprove. What's the word reprove mean? Amen. To reprove. Look, look, if you want to go to the book of there's any illustrations? Praise God. Let's go to the book of Acts, chapter 2. When Peter said, This same Jesus that you have crucified, he's now become Lord and Savior. And the Bible said, Praise God, all the men, amen, that was in Jerusalem that day said. There was what? Pricked in their heart. What's that word prick mean? It hurt. Something tuk, jabbed them. Praise God, let them know. Oh, something right. Man, I've been living a lie. And then they said, men and brethren, what must we do? Amen, Pastor. are we ever going to help this generation, because uh, be honest with you, even in from the White House and our government, they got this special word now. They're saying woke, right. woke. Make it say that word woke. And that's what it is. Everybody gets offended. That's the reason. Praise God! They're using highlighting, praise God all this past of uh, of the uh, you know Civil War and all this black and all that. They're, they're doing. They know what they're doing, and they're wanting this generation to be offended, feel like that. Oh, you owe me something, man. I'll tell you what God owes you. in the long run, God owes you nothing but hell. But you know what? His grace is sufficient. I don't want to have that woke spirit. I don't want to sit on a pew, praise God. Amen. And and can I say this? Listen, I can tell as a pastor, I know I've been pastoring them long enough. I can tell, praise God, and I can watch you when you're starting to wiggle, start picking your phone or start looking down or start getting distracted. I know when I'm hitting you and when I'm preaching on you. Is that right, Tommy? He ain't got no more fingernails. He keeps on, he's going to start eating flesh. That's what I want him to do. Amen. But come on. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Why? I'll tell you why. For the time will come when they'll not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heed to themselves. teachers, Having itchy ears. I, I want something to, to tickle my ears. I want something, praise God, to make me feel good. Pat me back on the back, preacher, and let me speak in tongues and shout in your church, uh, hallelujah! But never tell me that I've got bitterness and hatred and unforgiveness in my heart. Don't deal with like Brother Near said. The issue is the what? A tissue. Anybody remembers that story he told about the little? Sister Bobby asked me about that one here. back did he? uh, About that little screen, little was it you? That little TV, the little TV he talked about. Amen. Oh my God. Oh my, 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 I, I was supposed to mend the I was supposed to the, the, the associate pastor and, and at St. Star Bethlehem church but they, well, I was never good enough He didn't he didn't love me but he gave it to somebody else and, Oh come on Can I tell you something? Can I say this? Thank God praise God it worked out the way it is because if it would look where you're at today Oh, my own pastor, praise God. Amen. I'm telling you, I was so hyped and pumped. I'm at homecoming. <laughs> Amen. I love, I got the greatest pastor in Pentecost. Amen. Brother Orton, I, we love Brother Orton. Stand up, Brother Orton. Brother Orton's rough, and he's still rough on edges. <laughs> my God, he just delittled me. From his whole congregation. He made me feel like he don't love me. He, he ain't never done Brother Bobby Wade that way or Brother Fish that way. He's never grabbed me by the, like, he, like you can't listen, you can't grab my tongue anyway. Can you imagine leading Brother Fish all the way around? Come on, young man. We have a problem. Praise God! Because when a preacher gets up to preach, praise God, and we feel like he's preaching on us, praise the Lord. And then we go home. I'm going to tell you something. Sister Barbara tells me usually every church service, Brother Warden, that's the best I've ever heard you. Brother Orton, I love you. Even though I've looked at her, praise God, and told her, Sister Barbara, quit the crying. God's going to do it. Has he always done it for you? (laughs) Yes. Come on. Sister, what, what is God doing for you? See, we need to focus and quit worrying about. See, that's what the devil wants us to do. He wants you to listen. I told somebody counseling this week, I said, you know what your problem is? You need to rip the rear view mirror out of your life. Rip it off. Throw it in the trash so you can't see what's behind you no more. What did the Bible say? Forgetting the things which are behind. I press. I press. I press. Come on. Whoop! For they shall turn their ears away from truth. See, people don't want truth, truth offends. What did, what, what did the Lord even tell his disciples, some of following him, Pharisees? He said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall, somebody say it, make you free. Truth has got so much power, liberating power that it, it, nothing can stop it. Hallelujah. Let me go back and read the rest of that. Some people say, Brother Orton, constantly always preaching to me about what I miss, church. Listen, I know if it's running out, both ends stay home. If you're running fever, I understand stay home. If you got a head cold, flip. If if you're going to go to the grocery store, come to church. You're going to go out to eat, come to church. Let us hold fast, professing our faith for his faithful. And let us consider one another provoking the love and good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. Come on. I understand, praise God. amen well, I got a headache Is it really that bad? okay go home. don't ask your pastor to pray for you. I've learned a lot of times, praise God people use all this sometimes for their drama. exhorting one another and even the much more as you see that day approaching. Now listen to what he says in 10 and 26. For if we sin willfully after we that we have received the knowledge of the truth, we remain no more sacrifice for the sins. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. And their contentious spirit are like bars of castle. Yeah. Right. They barricade herself in. gonna <sighs> hurt me. I remember one time. Over an old church. Finally got a young lady to come. I kept questioning. Asked her to come personally. She come. The first time she come. I never forget. I walked up. Going to shake her hand and she goes, You felt it. And then you got these people, Pritz, going to say, She's been heard. <laughs> then we want to be used of the Lord, then we want to be anointed of God. Then we want miracles, signs, and wonders. Huh? I'll read this. i quote it. I'll well, go ahead and read it. Matthew 13 20 says, And he that receiveth seed in a stony place, is the same, that heareth the word, Noah with joy receive it. So he received it. Man, he's doing pretty good, but yet he had no root in himself. But he endured for a while. And from, now listen to this. Let's get this, listen to very carefully of it. For when tribulations and persecutions arise because of the word. Not of the world, of the word. When we're sitting in that pew, and you know that that preacher is preaching to you, and Amen, oh God, it's eating. I know it's right. I need to get rid of it. I, I need to repent of this. I need to lay this down. Do you know that yesterday they was a man? Remember what town it was? I want Owensboro, I believe it was Owensboro. Uh, I'm not mistaken that was staying in a motel, no, 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 take it back, it's Paducah, it was in Paducah, popped up on my phone, I looked and I said, a shooting in Paducah, Kentucky, in Paducah, Kentucky, yesterday, said that this man was not supposed to smoke in the, nowhere on the property, he got mad and angry when he asked him for a lighter or something to light his sicker. And they said, well, you, we can't give you that. You're not supposed to smoke. He got so offended, he took his gun out and shot the person that works for him. Multiple times. Oh, no, we don't shoot this way. but We shoot this way. Wow. Uh-huh. Sister Bonnie, normally when we're offended, we have that finished spirit. That's the reason, praise God, we lose our cool, and that's the reason we hurt our loved ones and our companion. Because that's relief to us. I've been hurt, so I'm going to hurt somebody else. Come on. Pastor, I've seen it over and over. You've heard my testimony. Trying to prove myself and trying to, amen, Validate me, praise God, and everything I went through in my childhood and past. And, and I, 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 you know, I was in, out in trouble and uh, got called. I was arrested two times in, uh, you know, Hopkins County Jail and, you know, uh, got kicked out of school, amen, when I was a junior of high school because of drugs. You know, I just never forget. I had that spirit when somebody would do something to me, they're going to pay dearly. Vengeance is mine, Seth, Michael. You might have just done something simple to me, but I'm going to make you pay. Come on. Come a time, because I know that some of them in Star didn't like me anyway. I'm, I'm being real with you and transparent for a minute. I know that Brother Paul and the different ones that had some problem, amen, me too, and they always had that little click that always constantly would poke and prime me and do some things to me. But I woke up one morning, went out to my new home there in Huckleberry, and about six teenagers, decide to take rows of toilet paper. I'm thinking, my God, why did they waste all that? My God, don't they know I've got six butts to wipe in this house? <laughs> and they throw it in all my trees, all over my house. And I mean, no telling how much money they spent. I mean, it was everywhere. Toilet paper, a whole yard, all the way down the driveway, mailbox. It was just everywhere. And I'm going to have to clean it up. Well, I know who done it, and they was laughing gilling about it in church, and I said, that's fine. I said, wait till you crank your vehicle. I went and bought skunk scent and threatened to pour it in the radiator. Every time they turned the heater on. And Brother Fuller got the word. He called me. He said, Mike. Don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> he said, that could probably cost a lot of money for them to get it cleaned out. He said, don't do that. I said, well, you tell them not to toilet paper my house no more. Which they were doing it. In the long run, they loved me, but then they couldn't stand because of what I st- stood for. Amen. <laughs> That's where I was. And we bring that spirit to Church. Somebody says something to you. Come on. How many can tell? Praise God when you when when, when you say something. I've even speak to Tommy sometimes and I and I'm gonna be real with him. I'll speak to him sometime and say something and, and you know to him about a preacher or this, he go. You could tell just his action. Oh, I'll forgive them. Yeah, really. Come on. Say that per, one person you say, you see and you go. It starts rising, boiling. Your heartbeat. I'm gonna say this, and I'm sorry. It's the facts. You can use all your excuse you want to, but when you forgive somebody, you forget it. Amen. Hello? Preaching sometimes, praise God, can be able to uh, get inside of our lives at enough point that it can prick our hearts and condemn us. How many you ever felt that being condemned? Oh. That's what it should be instead of a spirit of offense. And I, brother, when I have come to you, I came not in excellent speech of wisdom, declaring to you the testimonies of God. For I determined not to know anything else among you that Jesus Christ and himself crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with Tyson words of wisdom, but in demonstrations and spirit and power, that your faith should not stand in wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Even the Bible said, praise God, that through the fullness of preaching to save them that believe. I'm gonna wrap this up. Hebrews 4 and 12 said, for the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the divine sunder of the soul and the spirit and the joint and the mire and the discerner of the thought and the tense of the heart. The Word of God is. Amen. First Timothy 4 and 1 says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly in the latter days, latter times. Some shall depart from faith, giving heed to seduce the spirits and doth and death. Devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. We're living in that day. But you know what? When you've got a man of God that can get in your world, praise God, like the the Bible said in the book of Ezekiel, when he said that you have chosen a man and placed him on a wall to be your watchman. And the Bible said if he sees the sword come, and he warns you not the Bible said your blood will be on his hands but if he warns you amen he delivers his soul because he gave you warning I'd rather be warned from a man of God and a preacher in my life come on I want what we can all across this house I want us to lift our hands I'm still talking about the spirit of offense always offended always dealing with somebody done me wrong get over it it will take you to hell lift our hands and I want you right now say God I want you to help me with that spirit. I want you to bury it. I don't want to worry about who done me wrong or everything about my past. I'm not living in my past, I'm living in my future. I've got a bright future, God, ahead of me, living for God. I don't want to mess what God has for me because of a spirit of offense. Come on. Let it go. Let it go. It ain't worth it. When you stand before God and God looks at you and says depart, you're going to say, it ain't my fault. It's my daddy's fault. It's my mama's fault. It's my brother's fault. It's that pastor's fault. He's going to say, depart from me. Thou worker's iniquity, I never knew you. Thanks for taking the time to take in today's program. This is a media ministry outreach of Truth Apostolic Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. For more information about our ministry, visit our website. we're doing it we're trying our best praise God to put it all out amen out there on every platform we possibly can hallelujah and I'm glad because the world uh, hallelujah amen needs to know that what I have uh, amen is being filled with the spirit uh, amen can change their life